0: their powers are assembled, they form the mighty Car Jomez!
1: Hello there, and welcome to episode 302 of the Car Jomez Podcast. I'm Mez, and my co-host as always is... Hello there, I'm Joe, from the Car, Joe Mez Podcast. Yeah you are, buddy, how the hell are you?
0: What, do we have to do this whole show with our stupid-ass Obi-Wan accents? Oh, I don't know if I
1: could do that then again. No, I can't <laughs> do that though. <laughs> Definitely not. Oh my god, what a finale, Gomez. Woo! If you're gonna end, son, I mean, you know, a finale's gotta be good and I, you know i got some things to say about that finale
0: i think i'm going to have to say some things too but there's another finale i want to talk about first because gomez i'm piping hot mad oh
1: what the hell's going on
0: the finale the season finale of abortion
1: <laughs> oh season 50 did not end on a high note <laughs>
0: Now, you know, maybe that was a, a comedic way to bring it up, but coming off the way we kind of concluded last week's episode. I guess ranting again. I, I like, <laughs> w- what the fuck goes on in this world? Uh, thanks for everyone who sat through it and listened to it. I got a lot of positive feedback uh, of on what I said last week. I appreciate yeah. that. I got some not so positive feedback, which was to be expected. Oh, I'm not really surprised by that. There are people who are still afraid of gays and lesbians. And that's, uh, listen, you're just, uh, like I said last week, pieces of shit. But, you know, that's, that's my opinion. Um, only it's fact. It is a fact. It's but w- in the past week that has gone on since, and normally we like to come in here and laugh. And I would tell some stories about what went on this week with the Major Wrestling uh, Figure Podcast live show. But Gomez, what the fuck? How did we go backwards even further in the past? Like,
1: civilization is a fucking mess. I just, why do people care so much about what other people do? Like, I just don't understand when it comes to being gay. Like, I don't know what you like to do in the bedroom, Joe. You might like some crazy fucked up shit. Oh, well, I don't need to know about it. It's none of my business. Who cares? I mean, you would like to know about it. I mean, maybe. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Not, you know, but <laughs> for the point I'm making, I'm saying I don't need to know about it, really.
0: No, you don't need to. That doesn't mean you're not interested, <laughs> at least slightly.
1: <laughs> Always interested. But, you know, like, I, I don't care. Whatever you do. And if someone's pregnant and don't want to have a baby, why is it anyone's business? Because everyone's with the with the reasoning. Oh, f- close your legs. where, con- Bro, who gives a fuck? You don't want to have a baby You don't want to have a baby There's lots of reasons not to have a baby Lots of reasons 100% What I can't stand is the
0: the whataboutism That compares this to people trying to impress upon you To get a, a possibly life-saving
1: vaccine last year Yes, I know My body, You know, oh, I had to get one for my job No, you didn't Your job gave you a choice You chose to not stand up for what you believe in Because you're so you're, but you got the vaccine to keep your job. There's plenty of people who didn't. Yeah. Plenty of people didn't. I know lots of people didn't. Those are the people that could try to say something. Uh, There's a difference in impressing
0: something upon a group of people for public health safety reasons than there is about banning abortion, especially abortions in many cases are health related. It's not, it's not strictly about not wanting to have a baby. It's you could have an ectoptic pregnancy, you could have a miscarriage that needs to be completed by an abortion. There are lots of reasons, like genuine health, life-saving reasons to have abortions. And this idea that we have to let Christianity take hold. Like that, this is it. Like the whole thing with the courts is that it was supposed to, you know, like not. Like, they're supposed to be a separation of church and states. They're not supposed to be political. And that has obviously gone out the window. So fuck the Supreme
1: Court. Fuck them. I just... And, you know, these people, they just have their same two talking points. No matter what you say, you bring up, you know, the, the pregnancy and everything. And they don't want to hear that. Just like, but what about that girl? That it's like, but, but who cares about that? We're talking about this. I had a friend... She lost a baby and she had to give birth to it because it was so far along. Yeah. Terrible, traumatic thing. And so this person is sharing a story on Facebook about this drug that had to be used to induce this labor that is now a problem. And, you know, talking about this. And there's just people on this thing bringing up, well, these people need to close their legs. But what is she talking about? What are we doing? And it's just like, what kind of piece of shit you are? Your friend is opening up about this heart wrenching story, and you just have to go on there and bring up some shit that no one is talking about. No one's talking about someone running the train and then running. What? What fucking? I looked up stats and people. Who gives a fuck, bro? It's just, and they have their two points. People are coming at him saying, "But bro, are we talking about that?" Yeah, but what about? Because they got nothing else they get no. told what to say and that's all they can say. And this is the day
0: after the Supreme Court ruled to basically allow open carry firearms all over the world. So they they're, they're going to force you to have a kid and then send it to school where it's going to get killed unless you're Sarah Huckabee Sanders yes, who says historical. She has to like <laughs> I'm sorry. Sarah I was H- like wait, what? <laughs> for for those of you who don't know, Sarah Huckabee oh. Sanders was the the uh, press secretary for for Donald Trump at one point, she is a vile piece of human excrement, like a real cunt, a real fucking religious. She's Mike Huckabee's daughter. Mike Huckabee, also a world renowned piece of shit. Uh, at this point, I, look, I'm sorry, I, if I and I truly mean this, you do not get to support the Republican agenda and get to be an American patriot. That they, they those are two exclusive things. They do not. Intersect at all? Not anymore. You do not get to support the Republican agenda and call yourself a Christian because Christian, you're supposed to live by a set of values in the Bible, and the Republican agenda does not support that set of values laid out in the Bible. So you do not get to be both a Republican and a Christian. You are you are one or the other. And for Sarah Huckabee Sanders to come out there and say they want babies to be as safe as they are, they want babies to be as safe in the womb as they are at school when mass school shootings weeks ago are a horrendous plague on American society over the past 20 years is the most tone deaf dumbest, most ridiculous comment I've ever heard and someone should have dragged her outside,
1: slapped her in the mouth and said think before you speak you dumb cunt these people don't think before they speak. They say the dumbest shit. And this is this is what makes being a liberal frustrating. And the
0: thing is, I, I don't know, Gomez. I've never thought of myself as a liberal because fiscally, I find myself to be a conservative. I always kind of thought of myself as a moderate with some liberal leanings on social. Hundred percent. Yeah. On social items, sure. But fiscally, I found myself leaning towards conservatism. And it's just, this is what makes like the Democrats so frustrating is the fact that they have no fucking spines and they have no fucking balls and no one will just fucking say, fuck you, you're a shit bag. Like yeah. at some, like Republicans probably don't even believe half the shit they say, but they say no, it loud it enough and long enough that there's enough dumb fucking people 100%. out in the world that they're willing to swallow it up and believe it. Think about when you were a kid and you had to take, in, in New York, we call, we took a test called the Regents every year and you'd have to take it for every subject. Yes. And it was, a, it was a state standardized test. That was just New York's term for it. It was called the Regents. You had to be. Real fucking stupid to fail the regions. <laughs> and the thing is, if you got a 50% on that test, there's still half the population that fucking failed it, and that's scary. I think that's like scary
1: so- that there's that many stupid people in the fucking world. There's a lot of stupid people in the world. Uh education is a very terrible thing. Uh, you know, think about our education and then think about some of these small towns and these hick places you know they ain't getting funding and shit like it's just it's got to be terrible i can only imagine some of those school in those rural places you know it's got to be some real shit uh i think the republicans like someone like ted cruz like yeah he's real fucking stupid but he also knows that he could just say something stupid and it doesn't matter so it like yeah He's, he's a fucking idiot, but he's smart enough to know that he could get away but like, with the stupidity. Here's the thing and shit like that.
0: For, for for our listeners in
1: Texas, and we've seen a big jump in <laughs> listeners in Texas over the past oh, couple
0: months. So the, thank you. So I'm I'm speaking really specifically to you guys, but I think Ted Cruz has become enough of a national figure that for those people who stay in tune to these things, you can kind of see where I'm coming from with this. If Ted Cruz is your representative you got to be a real fucking bunch of losers that that's the person that you want to represent you. Ted Cruz, a man with no spine, no guts, no spineless bitch. He wants to sit there and act tough. But the second Donald Trump call said his father said, Ted Cruz's father was in on the Kennedy assassination. The second Donald Trump, uh, told Ted Cruz his wife was fucking ugly or whatever yeah, he said. He would have
1: pistol whipped. I'll
0: okay. tell you what, Ted, if Donald Trump would have said anything about my family like that, I would have walked across stage and punched that fat motherfucker in one shot, knocked him the fuck out. He would have cracked his fucking skull on the floor.
1: 100%. A spineless instead, bitch. Let instead, anyone talk Ted Cruz, about your wife.
0: Ted Cruz fucking <clears throat> yes, like sir. instead yes, nodded master. his hair, bent over, and poured Vaseline all over his fucking pretty butthole hole for it said keep it coming Donald so you got to be a real loser to have someone like Ted Cruz represent you if that's the person you want representing you then I'm sorry you're a fucking loser same thing for the people in Florida and I hey I'm a Floridian I didn't vote for the guy but I'm stuck with him Marco Rubio another real
1: piece of shit another Marco Rubio
0: is a guy with no opinions of his own And then when he gets caught in something, he tries to just post a Bible verse. That way he can hide behind it. Because the second anyone questions religion, now it's like, oh, oh, how dare you question my God? How dare you question my God? Yeah, I'm going to question your your fucking fake God. Because your God should have no fucking place in fucking civilization. Because unless he's here going to pave fucking streets and roads, I don't give a shit about your fucking God.
1: Yeah, it's a little ridiculous.
0: And for all you people who want to... And we're going to bring this back to religion, too. For all the... Oh, I I don't care if they're gay. I don't see why it has to be in my face. Why do they have to have Pride Night? Why does this have to be in a Disney movie? Why do you have to have all these fucking public buildings all over the fucking... In every town, there is all these buildings dedicated to your fucking bullshit god and his bullshit god and their bullshit, whatever. I don't give a fuck. How about you start paying fucking taxes, then? If your god should oversee... What goes on in my fucking society? I think all of you fucking jerk-offs need to start paying taxes.
1: Bro, that light year kiss came online. The clip is, is online now. It was it? Is it two and a half seconds? I couldn't believe this was the kiss. It's someone walks in, it's the quickest peck. It could have been their mother. You could have been kissing your mother like that. It's yes. a oh my god. It's man. literally could, like coming home it. from work and it's yeah. a quick hey. It's a, yeah, it could have been anyone, it could have been your friend, bro. I've seen friends kiss on the lips like that. Look, quick peck, how you doing, buddy? Ridiculous, I couldn't believe it. A bunch of soft babies, just any excuse to complain. And they want to complain
0: about cancel culture.
1: Yes, they're the, oh, they're the oh. forefathers of it. Yes, you guys are such fucking from the cucks. start. Put you guys are such parental. fucking cucks. Yeah. Putting parental advisory on albums. Remember that wasn't liberal yeah. people. That was like it's been like this forever. They've always been the ones to to do this. It's it's like, funny. Is is the problem that you people have never gotten your dick sucked? A lot is of that, the problem is that. Yes.
0: Like what's what, what's so scary about getting a little uh, a little action on your pp? Girls are scary. They make me feel funny like maybe maybe it's you don't know how to talk to them maybe it's like you've only gotten to insert yourself inside of one if you've had to pay for it i don't know i'm someone who's had a lot of sex over the years i that's me maybe i'm lucky in that regard but you know i also have never felt the need to impose my will over someone else's body like it's just I, I've always been in some kind of consenting relationship where I didn't need power to try to force myself upon
1: someone else. I don't know, because that's what you guys seem to only be obsessed with. I'm just curious. There's like, you know, hours and hours of of straight entertainment, but they're still gay people. Right. Because so like, right, we're worried that that gay kiss is going to corrupt our children yeah, yeah. and turn them gay. I, and that's the thing. But, I- I don't, I don't like. like maybe work. I don't like when straight people force their straight kisses on That's, on on me and my kids. I get it, like, but it so it doesn't work both ways. Like, my gay kid isn't going to be like, "Oh, I think I like I like boys now because I saw a like." What are we yeah. doing? Like, it's so silly. It's just what a world we live in, bro. Oh, my I just goodness.
0: I don't understand how we continue to go backwards, and it's 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 socially. It's, you know, how have we not gotten further along with, uh, dependable energy? You know, like it's fucking 2020. because, because
1: they're because the because people this, in charge this. of oil, yeah, like because gas is five fifty now because we want to do dependable energy and they're like, oh well, you want clean resource? Here you go, six dollars a gallon, bitch. Like, come on, what are we doing? It's it's a game. Unbelievable. It's just, it's really
0: depressing it is to wake up in the morning and and have to go to a job that doesn't give a shit about you and and to be clear none of your jobs do mine included it is very frustrating to wake up every morning waste your life away you know just trying to make enough money to to pay rent and i'll i'll, I'll tell you guys i'll tell you guys straight up My rent just went up 300 bucks a month in the state of Florida, which everybody always said, Oh, Florida's so cheap. Florida's so cheap. Guess what? It's not really so cheap anymore. 300 is wild, bro. That's a lot of money. 300 bucks a month. And okay, I'm lucky enough to be in a position where not that I like, not that it doesn't affect me, but I'm able to pay my rent. Um, it's, it's not like this is an easy 300 bucks to come up with, but whatever, I'll be okay. Um, but like, what am I working for? Because the world is going to hell anyway. And when people say, oh, I, I don't like listening to this because it became too political. Or this, I, I used to like Howard Stern, now he's all about politics. And oh, I, I can't even watch baseball without politics. Because guess what? That's what this world has become. The world is political. And when one side of the aisle has spent the past 30, actually longer, because it's everything since Reagan is really the downfall of how we got to this point. Mm -hmm. You spent the last 40 years getting, you know, just more and more trying to break down these social norms to finally get to this spot we're at today. Then, yeah. There comes a point where everything has to be political Because shit does depend on this Every election Fucking matters down to the fucking PTA president at this point
1: Yeah it was election uh, this week I believe in New York I believe we had some primaries Going on pretty bad Voter turnout but of uh, course This is what it is
0: And uh... when there's poor voter turnout Guess who wins
1: Republicans, the bad guys. Yeah, but I mean, uh not that you shouldn't vote. I'm not saying you shouldn't vote, but I mean, what is our vote doing? Our vote is doing nothing because we're supposed to be in in charge here, and it's still uh turning to shit and, because and, we and don't do is, anything about it. So, like, what you ha-
0: you have no recourse really but to vote. But then you get into a situation like we have now, where the Democrats control. We all
1: voted. We all voted. The president,
0: the Senate, and and the Congress, and still can't get anything done because two fucking dumbass senators don't want to go along with the fucking the the game plan here.
1: And I, I don't like. You can only tell people to vote so much. Yeah, we had record voter turnout last time. I don't think we're gonna get that again this time. No, because even people are angry (laughs) now. You you look at a Supreme
0: Court that's heavily favored in one direction. What is it like? Six six of those judges have been appointed by presidents that lost the fucking popular vote.
1: Yep, makes a lot of sense, don't it? Huh?
0: (laughs) (laughs) And somehow somehow. These people get a majority and they'll, and watch come this year, they'll probably win the fucking Congress back or the Senate or whatever else. And be and it's because they have fucking, because States like Wyoming who have 14, a population of 14 get equal representation in the Senate, which makes no sense to me. The whole GDP of this country, the gross domestic product, nothing, nothing is made makes up by, <laughs> it's made up by, you know, you say all oh, the coastal elites, those are the people who fucking make money for this country. Make and the world go around, bro. Like, you do. You really think Kentucky's really bringing in the bank? They're they're a a beacon of industry in fucking Kentucky, where Mitch McConnell is from. No, if it was up to me, I'd be like, Kentucky, you're on your fucking own because you bring nothing to the table.
1: <laughs> fucking Kentucky, get out of here, bro. Come on, <laughs> I love it, but that's that's the problem, right? These small things are just important. But then, why shouldn't we matter? Because you really don't, bro. I'm sorry. Not like, everyone oh, matters the same. I'm sorry. Why?
0: Why do you keep <laughs> insulting us by saying flyover states? Because who the fuck wants to go to Iowa? Who the fuck wants to go to Indiana? Only mm. Detlef Shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> it worked out for. Him. <laughs> it did. Love you, Detlef. Ah, uh, so I I hate to. I guess, start the show on a down note. But the the fact of the matter is, is yes, this, this is supposed to be fun for us. It's supposed to be fun for you guys. But at the same time, there are real life things going on and they're a little bit more important than the finale of fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi. You know, and at some point, I don't know if I, if my voice really matters to you or if you give a shit about my opinion but at, the, at some point, whatever little forum, whatever little soapbox I have, I'm going to use to express my opinion. Because at 40 years old, I've I've done a little bit. I've seen a little bit. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you I know everything because obviously I don't. But at least I have life experience now. And I've traveled a lot of this country. And I've met a lot of people throughout this country in different places and different towns and different States. I'm not one of these people like literally probably three quarters of the country. Who's never left their hometown. That is a large percentage of the population. Maybe my opinion means something to you. Maybe it doesn't, but as long as I have a forum, I'm, I'm not going to be afraid to share it because I probably should be. If I want people to listen to this podcast, if I want people to subscribe to youtube.com slash Joe Shoes or follow me at the Joe Shoes on Twitter and Instagram,
1: maybe I should keep my opinions to myself because Republicans buy sneakers too, right? Uh, Yeah, no. I mean, we have a show. We're going to talk about whatever we want to talk about. And like you said last week if we say this week, you don't want to listen. Ain't no sweat off our back. We ain't ain't rolling in the bank here with this this podcast for fun. So we're going to do fun stuff and yo, and, and it's we've, to get it off our chest and we're going to get it off our chest. Yo, and we've never asked you guys for a dollar as far as, you know, merch
0: or shirts or like anything, you know, and, you know, maybe at some point we will. I mean, we haven't yet. I, we have asked for reviews. So remember to subscribe to this podcast where wherever you get your podcast, anywhere you're listening to this, hit that subscribe button, you know, leave a five star review. If you do that, screenshot it, tweet it to us over at car at car Jomez. Maybe you could win an autograph eight by ten from me and Gomez. We do that free of charge. Yes, you know, we're not even nice. asking you to buy that. But the thing is, is like, you know, we're so many people were hamstrung by this influencer society uh, on social media and and algorithms and all this shit. And honestly. If someone doesn't want to follow me because I gave an, a, my opinion on, on LGBT issues or abortion issues or political issues, I'm okay with that. And if that means I'm going to have less followers or you know less people are going to watch my YouTube, I, listen, that's cool.
1: I'll be okay. We've always done this. If you've uh, been with us for a while we every once in a while you know there's a rant that has to happen
0: believe (sighs) me we we would love to just come on here and fucking talk shit about movies and sports and whatever else that's not the world we live in anymore you know I, I remember having a conversation with my mom a few years back and um, she was telling me how she had spoken to one of my aunts and both my brother and I were very opinionated in the political sphere. And she goes, I just don't understand it. I don't know how both my boys became so political. And the reason is because we
1: had no choice. No choice. I've never was a, po- a political person, but it's just, I can't just sit here and not say like, this is ridiculous. Shit is ridiculous. I mean, if you think about everything that went on, Go back to the... You, you think this election is fucked
0: up with all the bullshit that went on, the chicanery that the Republicans tried to impose upon this election? Go back to the year 2000 and see when the election actually was stolen and nothing happened. No yeah. one paid any consequences for a legitimately stolen presidential election. So How different? people in my age group have had no choice... But to become more invested in politics and be, because the world is being the rug is being pulled out from under us in all directions as as these older, whiter people try to cling on to wealth and power and have left us with fucking nothing in behind, my generation never gonna do as good as our parents' generation.
1: <laughs> no, My biggest problem is when I see people our age who are just, Repeat and regurgitating all the nonsense It's like bro Why you sound like a 60 year old man bro you, you, You're 30 years old what, what are we doing here You're talking about There are
0: people out there Who are in our age
1: group Who Acting are, like Are worse <laughs> worse off than us Yeah acting like They are just rolling in the dough I need to vote this way Because the taxes Bro shut the fuck up <laughs>
0: And they Like They have nothing To say of any substance Or any value and you just look at these people and they're like, where did this happen? Where because yes. we grew up in a similar town, similar neighborhood, similar lifestyle. Yes. And then some people went left, some people went right or, or stayed down the middle. But like, where, at what point did you become a sucker is really what I'm looking for. <laughs> at what point did you just give up all ability to think? And process and comprehend and just become another stooge because that's all you're doing.
1: Amen, brother. It it boggles my mind. Like, yo, we used to hang out. What what the fuck? What? what? (laughs) Like, bro, there are so many people.
0: Like, (laughs) Facebook.
1: Yes, Facebook in In theory was a
0: great idea. You know, it was. Stay in I touch with it. people, you I know, s- that you would have never been able to stay in touch no. with. The Post internet was great, you know, Pitching. giving you the ability to bring people together. Yep. Like people I who I genuinely liked in high school, that we went to different colleges, wouldn't have stayed in touch. You know, cellular communication has been dynamite. Yeah. But then you read like what like some of these people have become. And I'm and I'm sure it works both ways, right? You know, yeah. I'm sure there's plenty of people this liberal
1: who, bitch this. Yeah
0: you know and it's just i don't i don't get it i don't get it so at some point i and i think it's not about trying to insulate yourself from other opinions but it's about protecting your mental health from people who i genuinely believe
1: are the downfall of modern day society listen yeah i don't got no time if i want my social media to be just memes and basketball that's what's going to be because I get my news. I don't fucking sit in the corner and I don't know what's going on. No, I know what's going on. But if I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling because this is my time. I'm having a good time. I'm chilling. I don't need to see fucking idiot after idiot after idiot. Fuck out of here. Now,
0: as I mentioned last week, I got a new job. I think that's going to be starting up in the next week or two. So if you want to follow along with that. Make sure to follow me at the Joe shoes on Instagram and Twitter. Cause obviously I'll be posting a lot about it over there. I'm going to be hosting a show on the major pod network. And I would like to think that it, I it's not going to have any impact on this show. This show is still going to be happening. Um, but it's something I think about now that am I going to have to change the way I act and I speak? I would hope not, but um i don't know you know like this is a a bigger uh forum a bigger platform and i you know there is a kind of a sense of a character you have to portray on social media for some of these things
1: i get it and it's you're working for like it's like you're working for a company it is you have to yeah you know you have to Uphold the image of the company. Yeah, it's it's like if
0: you know, like when Kurt Schilling wanted to kill all the fucking journalists.
1: ESPN's like, yeah, probably not a good look. Exactly, it's the same difference. Just because it's a a podcast doesn't mean it's still a a business. So I get that you might have to uh, tone some certain things down. Well, I figure, but for that show, you're probably just gonna stay on topic. Do you a little well, interview for for, for that like, show?
0: It, believe me that that show will have nothing to do with anything but the guests. Yes, you know? exactly. I'm sure. I'm, we'll I'm not that, good. Thing, yeah. it, that show is not about me. It's not about giving my opinions. But I do, you know, like on on social media, and I I don't know. I maybe I'm overthinking things, but it's obviously something that has crossed my mind. Where I'd like to think I'd still be allowed to be me, but who knows because this is an actual paying job now speaking of the major pod network and all their endeavors gomez let's get into uh let's get into less happier stuff
1: <laughs> uh let me hit some music yeah. well tell me joseph DeLeo. joe this past friday you were somewhere where were you joe i was knocked out on a fucking floor (laughs) in baltimore
0: maryland at jimmy's famous seafood for Mm. major wrestling figure podcast live 13 i uh i came out because i wanted to meet the blue meanie oh cool yeah why wouldn't you and, you know, I told a little quick story about how the Blue Meanie was actually the first ECW wrestler I ever saw. Completely true. And yeah. over, over my long span of time in the wrestling business, I had never gotten to really meet him. And I really, it meant it would mean a lot if he took a picture with me and we took a picture together. And with, the crowd was cheering. And I said to him, I go, Meanie, doesn't that feel good? Doesn't that feel good to hear those cheers? Because I love it. But there's a big problem is when you, you kind of get addicted to those cheers and you lower yourself and you lower your standards to do anything just to just to feel that emotion from the crowd. And that's when the people take you for granted and are willing to turn you into a fucking fat joke for their entertainment. Like they could just tell the monkey to dance and you'll do it. And I have a big problem with that because the second those people wanted, a, the, the second those people... Uh, heard the suggestion for me to be in a fucking pose down, they couldn't wait to turn me into a fat joke, those fucking idiot major marks. And I wasn't going to let them do it, and I didn't do it because I have fucking self-respect. right. And the Blue Meanie is one of the people I blame for the fans feeling entitled to do that because he spent years doing this stupid little meanie dance just to entertain these people. And apparently he had a problem with the truth. Apparently, Bullshit. he didn't take kindly to that. And then he grabbed my hand, hurt my wrist. I have a sprained wrist after an, after a battle of a, a thumb wrestling fight that I, I was defeated in. And then not only that, he punched me in the face. And I I hit the I was so surprised. I hit the floor, hard what? on the floor. And my, my spinal column is now calcified and in much, much pain. And honestly, now that I work for the Major
1: Pod Network, I think this is workplace harassment. This is a... Uh, I thought you go over there to have fun with your buddies. Not to get picked on and beat up. This is bullshit. This has become a a long
0: chain of events that continues to happen. It is a...
1: I don't even know what the word is. I'm so angry. It's a... <laughs> It's becoming a live event tradition that I don't want you to be a part of. I got to tell you, bro. And, and you know what? I think I need to hire some counsel. And we know
0: the major pod guys have Mike Dawkins doing all their shit for them. But Mark Sterling is available if I do need a lawyer. I've seen him on the TV.
1: Seems like a pretty damn good attorney. He seems like someone who reads. Keeps up on the, <laughs> latest, the latest features in the courts. He does because he's always like, "Oh, you didn't read the fine print." He's all, you know. I think I yeah, mean, that's see, you need a guy right? that knows who the, what the fine print says. He's fine print, very important stuff. <laughs> oh, so I, you know, I used to like the blue meanie, but I gotta say, <laughs> not no
0: more. Uh, but seriously, guys, uh, I don't know. I had a good time in Baltimore. Food is always good. Show was fun. Thank you guys for coming out. Oh, we had, well, the meanie, obviously. Johnny Gargano. Oh, that's cool. uh, Sanjay Dutt, Cole Cabana. Sanjay Dutt, I love it. (laughs) So Sanjay had his pencil. I guess that's a thing now. I don't know anything about it. But, like, they did
1: a whole thing. They did a whole skit around this pencil. So I, I was like, oh, this must be a thing. I don't know. He hangs out with Jay Lethal all the time. He's always in a suit. I don't really know if he wrestles anymore or not. I don't know if he's been hurt or something. I think he's just an agent. But, yeah, every time I see him, he's always, like, dressed up. But he's been hanging out with uh, Jay Lethal doing, like, Ring of Honor stuff on uh, AEW.
0: Uh, I, no, I think it was a fun show. I think everyone had a good time. I, I got to meet a lot of people coming up to my table, taking a lot of pictures. So that was really cool. Uh, a, lot awesome. of, a lot of the major marks who I have spoken to in some form or fashion but have never met before. So that was kind of nice. And uh, hopefully we'll do it again in Boston in August. Uh, honestly, I don't know if I will be there because after the travel issues I had this weekend, I don't think
1: I ever want to leave my house again. <laughs> oh boy, it was some travel issues. you people have heard about it. it it flying doesn't sound fun anymore. It does not sound like a fun thing to do. No flying absolutely sucks right now because there's everything
0: you know all the smoke, airlines are all the airlines are trying to make up. Uh, from the two years of COVID. So right now there there are less (laughs) flights available. Leisure travel has come back faster than expected. So the demand far outweighs the supply right now. Flights are overbooked. There's not enough pilots. There's tons of delays. Uh, Flight crews are getting timed out and not having available backups. It's very difficult right now because (laughs) there's a worldwide pilot shortage going on right now really wow yeah pilots um trained in flights and and mechanics as well there is worldwide shortages that only like there was in the first place they were at it was critical levels yeah but then after covid because they offered early retirement to so many people that like you can't get these people back now why you know, would
1: they offer so much? Or, I don't even understand. What were they doing? Because They the thought pro- that was going to come back?
0: The projections were like, this isn't going to come back half as soon as oh, we hope it is.
1: Oh, my God.
0: No. So while, but while business travel has been slow to come back, leisure travel has come back exponentially. And there's just not enough flight, sure. flight crews, planes. There's not enough anything available to sustain this demand right now. So it's been absolutely crazy. And I got stuck both ways, going to Baltimore and coming home from Baltimore in the airport for 12 hours on each day. And honestly, I just don't know if I can do that ever again.
1: I don't blame you, bro. That sounds like a fucking nightmare. Is the airport nice? I've never flown out of Baltimore. Is it like at least a nice? Not really. Like we we
0: talked about this on, we had boozing with the toys on Saturday night. And Broski was like, oh, at least you're in a good airport. And I'm like, a good airport? Was I?
1: Baltimore?
0: I was like, they what? had a McDonald's and Arby's and a Chick-fil-A. Like, He's like, oh, but they have like sit-down restaurants. And I'm like, "I this is where, like Matt lives in a different world than the rest of us. I'm not looking to have sit-down sushi for
1: $900 at a fucking airport. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm I mean? Sure, yeah, definitely not.
0: Like, if anything, I'm hoping to get away with like a fucking... Two cheeseburger value meal, you know, maybe keep it under ten bucks if I'm lucky, and like I'm definitely not sitting there ordering a fucking uh, prime rib and a baked potato. (laughs) That's too much, you know. Like, (laughs) you know, some of us are on budgets. I guess I, I don't know,
1: but like, what's up, bro?
0: (laughs) It's just you know, there's a different plane of existence. Sure,
1: of course. That's. I'm sorry to hear that. At least you had some fun. Other than getting punched. uh, You want to know what was even worse? Uh, What was worse? I had ordered two new 8x10s,
0: and they didn't come until I had already left. Uh, They they were there waiting for me when I got home. So if you're interested in new 8x10s, I've got the uh, school photo one with the neon lights background, and I've got an actual studio shot. Uh, from Flood Photos done, where its uh, I believe it's my default photo on social media now, where I'm holding the hose, like Hold Jake the, the Snake hose, Roberts. Point. So uh, I'll put up some pictures of those. We can have those up for sale if you're interested in those. But other than that, I came home, did Boozing with the Toys, and we're, we're back on the grind. And as we're 45 minutes into the show, Gomez, <laughs> did we watch
1: anything this week? We watched a couple things. Uh, before I get into what I watched... I just want to I, I give a shout out to uh, our double main man, Jeff, here. He let me know that the John Moxley audiobook was available. And I jumped on the library app and I read the book. I read the John Moxley audiobook. No, you didn't
0: listen to the book.
1: I listened to it, but it still counts as reading it, bro. I don't you count say that. It. This, yes, this, it does. It's completely different. It's the same thing. Can no. I tell you everything that was in that book? But that, I'm but I'm
0: not saying you can't, but I'm saying you didn't read it.
1: I'll rent it for one day. I'll look at one page and say I read it. But you read didn't it. You it read you read a page. That's not the book. Nah, I read you it. You listened I, to the book. But listening counts as reading. No. It's the same. Read You're in I listen to someone else's voice instead of my own voice. It's the same difference. I, 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 I don't I don't read the Car Jomez podcast. I listen to it. But that's different because that's a podcast. I'm still
0: con- I'm consuming the media.
1: But it's, it's a book. It's still called the book. It's an audio. It's an audio book. Book. Audio so, book. Yes. Yeah, so you're if I read listening the book, to it. Yeah, I read the audio. Book. I read the book. It's a semantic thing that doesn't need to happen when you're having a conversation. Like when- if I'm ha- talking to someone, I'm just going to say, yeah, I read that book. I'm not going to go, yeah, I rented it and listened to it in the car. You just tell someone I listened to the book right that's not you what say
0: if you listen to the book you say i listen no, to the book no th- but
1: that's not what you're going to say cuz you just talk you're okay, just talking we're, about books. we
0: got to put up a poll on because that's fine th- th- i got reading is done with your eyes and They and they look at but if i want
1: to and- talk to someone about a book i'm not going to bring up Anything, I'm just gonna say, Hey, did you read this book? Yeah, I read it. Let's talk about this, this, that. I'm not gonna but go. You could say, Have you consumed the content of what <laughs> is inside the book of John
0: Moxley? But you see, you
1: added, I just want to talk real fast. It's like, yo, did you read that? No, well, I don't it, want to. It's
0: not about talking real fast, it's about perfectly explaining yourself so people can understand that you could have selected from many different forms of media to do said consumption.
1: Yeah, of course. But all that's unnecessary. It's very necessary. It's not. No one cares. Everybody they don't give cares. A fuck. They I want can't to hear if the book is good. They don't give a fuck. Is it By good? Reddit. It's great. It's one of the best wrestling books I've ever read. It's one of the best wrestling books you ever <laughs> listened to. It's great. John Moxley tells great stories. He writes it like he talks, so he's a fucking lunatic. He speaks like it. <laughs> But he wrote it, but he's speaking what he wrote. He still wrote so, it down. So John that way.
0: Moxley is actually reading the
1: book. You're just, yes, he wrote it and so, he read it to me. But he's reading it. You're not yes. reading it.
0: He's reading it.
1: So John you. Moxley read me the book.
0: Yes. So
1: yes, he, that's
0: what you can say. You can say, <laughs> John Moxley read me a book.
1: <laughs> it was very nice of him. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then we had ice cream. Oh man, it's a great book. If you're uh if you think you would like it, like you're like, "Oh, he's interesting. I think you would really dig it. Hope he writes another one." Uh he like he shits on WWE, but not like purposely like going, "Fuck that place," but he'll just like tell a story and then just kind of talk shit about like something that happened without it uh being a big thing. So I loved it. Uh lots of good. He jumps all over the place. It's not like it's uh, and then I did this in the indies. He'll go from you know CZW to AEW to the Shield back to fucking FCW. Hmm. So it was, it was interesting. He was just telling stories and flowing. I uh, I really enjoyed it. I think uh, it was about a nine hour book. So that's that's like an average kind of size book. Okay. And uh, it's probably like three hundred pages or something. Uh, it's great. Definitely uh, check it out, please. If you're into it, let me know. If you read it, and,
0: and let us know if you you plan on reading or listening to it,
1: and doesn't matter as long as you consume the book. If you who can cares, so, if you consume it, that that is encompasses everything. Oh, uh, so I listened, read that. Other than that, that was all i it put read up. to you. <laughs> I had it read to me, but then yeah. So then I watched some stuff. Uh, let's start with uh, Miss Marvel. You watch Miss Marvel? I thought this was a great episode. I love this show, bro. I just, I'm just, I love these characters. I love what they're doing. So,
0: last week I said that I enjoyed the world building, but I wasn't quite sold on the show. But it left me with a nice little cliffhanger as to where I was like, oh, now this is interesting. Let's see where this goes. And I thought this episode completely delivered on that and more. I thought this was a great episode. I really love where these characters are going. And I love how it kind of fleshed out even more so. Kamala herself, but also
1: her two friends. And the family has been dynamite. The mom and dad are great. So good. The brother's great. Everyone's great. It's it's a great show. Uh, My only issue is I feel, because it's only six episodes, uh, they they rushed. I don't think the Bruno story is wrapped up so quick. Like It shouldn't have wrapped up so quick like that. And even the girl running for the council uh, for yes. the head of the mosque. Her that was other- also just like, I won. So it's just like that wouldn't happen like in a normal kind of yeah. sitcom show. We would get like a whole episode of her just campaigning and shit. We get a whole episode of Bruno really struggling. So that's my only complaint is that uh, I wish we had a little more time with these characters because I felt it was a quick thing because now she's, she's in a whole nother location. So I don't know if we're going to see any of these people again. She's going well, go to go see her grandma, correct, in uh, in Karachi there. So now nah, she that might be the rest of their show, you know what I mean? They might follow her there, and that's where the climax might be. Who knows if she comes back to New Jersey? So yeah, little... it's, I, I would assume so. And it, it sucks because I especially like
0: the what is the girl's name, the friend? I couldn't remember her name. I know, and this is this is the problem with these that I'm having with these short run shows is. I'm saying I'm sitting here and I'm like, "Oh, I like this character, but I'm not I don't spend enough time with them to feel like I got to know them." Yes. And that's I like I I think it's fine. I think the storyline is fine. Yeah, they may be rushed a little bit, but like I just I don't have that kind of relationship to build up over a full season like if it was, you know, a regular uh you know network series or something that's you know 22 episodes or whatever where by the end of it i feel like i know the whole cast
1: the friend's name is nakia
0: okay so i think like she's really good and and what happened yeah, there great. um with the way she stepped in and talked to the the agents and and then kind of circled back at the There was a wedding, uh, Kamala's brother's and and new sister-in-law's wedding that got interrupted by all these bad guys who she thought were her friends, but they just want her special bangle. Uh, It's just, it's really well done. I am kind of wishing at some point I would like to see Disney kind of go for it and
1: actually produce like a real series and not just like some limited run thing. I just I think it's the price. I think these things are just so expensive, and then they use all their money on certain episodes. So some episodes look cheap, some don't. We'll talk about that in a minute about another show. Uh so I just feel I think it's a budget thing. I think all these things are just too big, and that we're always going to get these short runs like this. And the
0: the biggest thing is that they're all just spokes in the wheel of a bigger wheel. You know, sure. like they're they're there to give you. Some holdover content until they can release the next big budget movie, right? Sure, it's the same also, thing. With- I think
1: it seems with this one, like this phase of Marvel is basically it's like it's introduction. We're getting all these new, all our new heroes yeah. for the next 10 15 years here, and uh, so I enjoy it. I know people are complaining that they want like a, a focal point to come into play. For the big, you know, MCU, but I feel like we didn't get that for a while in Phase One and Two. It wasn't like Thanos was there at the beginning. No, and know. even like the Infinity Stones were around, but they felt like it was just the MacGuffins, thing. almost slowly build into it, and then they drop. So, like this drops here. I believe uh, Kevin Feige said that uh, what they're building to has been hinted on. Like there have been hints dropped in these different mm-hmm. series. And that if you could pick it up, you would know exactly where we're going. But in time, we'll see. I think because I think we're probably building to a Fantastic Four announcement that will probably lead into whatever we're going to do next. I think that's the the next thing. Like we might have like a, a young Avenger something. I okay. think Fantastic Four is going to be our Avengers for the next couple of years. I think. And now there was some Fantastic Four news
0: this week, Gomez. Oh, what happened here? So the story came out and they were talking about Jim from the office being Mr. Fantastic. And um whoever who was it that directed it was your double main man that directed uh Mr. Sam Raimi. Sam yeah, Raimi did an interview where it was basically Kevin Feige's decision to cast why can't I?
1: I he's just Jim from the office. I can't think of his real name right now. Uh now that you say that, you're making me draw a blank. Uh <laughs> john krasinski john krasinski
0: it was kevin (laughs) kevin feige's uh, decision to cast him as mr fantastic because it had been like a big thing on the internet so his his whole process was or his whole thought process i should say was well in this
1: universe why can't it be john krasinski so this is the problem it works Right, like I get that. And I always thought it was gonna be a one-off because I figured mm. it was because well, you didn't say that when we that did. was yeah, that was always the rumors that him and his wife would be Mr. and Mrs. Fantastic, yes. Emily Blunt. Uh, for years, people always talked about it, and I get it, but they could do better. And so when people were starting to name things of what they thought was gonna be in this movie, that was always something people thought along with Tom Cruise, because originally Tom Cruise was supposed to be Iron Man back in the day. When they first tried to make these movies happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot of people are thinking, yo, you think we're gonna see an Iron Man that's you know Tom Cruise real fast? Yeah. So that was the that was the rumor. So again, I would just think that's something they were just doing for fun. So for him to say that, I'm like, yeah, that's that's obvious. My problem though is what they've shown us in the multiverse is most of the people look the same except for Spider-Man's pretty exactly. much. Because Doctor Strange always looks the same. Oh, Doctor never Strange has been Doctor Strange, Strange. That's not someone else. Uh, Christine was Christine in all. You know, the keys have been different. The Loki's were different. Yes. You know, so that's the thing. They kind of got to let us know that it could be different. Because I do see people assuming that he was going to come back. I assume no. But I, see, so I think I, people I, I gonna, thought so definitely. Like I, think, I, I get. I, it, I think the it's it's big deal, you, right? Why would why you feed would you into cast, the um, meme and then not do it? I figured it was just to shut up the meme. Here, we did what you wanted. Now let us do what we want. Now we're going to do Fantastic for our way. But I see people upset. Like, they really want this guy. I don't know. I guess because he kind of has the look. But, I mean, other than that, I don't. I don't see Jim from The Office as the smartest guy in the universe. Do you? <laughs> like. I mean, here's the
0: thing. There are so many casting decisions that get made that I'm like, oh, I don't. Maybe yeah, and then it turns I guess. out amazing. And then it turns out great. So you yeah. know what? Maybe I'm not
1: the best judge of that. Sure. It's true. No one knows. You shouldn't because you never know what they're gonna do with the role. Like just well, because when I heard fucking oh, Tom
0: Holland is Spider-Man, I was like, who the fuck is Tom Holland? But it's all right, it's a little boy.
1: We just figure something like that. But it turns out like he's the probably the best Spider-Man, right? Like he does the best of uh yes, he's the best. Yes. Look, I I would think he's he the best. It he gets I, it down.
0: I I, I don't necessarily hate the other Spider Men. I thought for no. the time, Tobey Maguire was perfectly fine, if not great. And Garfield, I thought was really good. I just Garfield was hampered by such poor scripts that I just don't think those movies were any good. And you know, he got
1: unnecessarily kind of castrated for it. I think they. Uh Tom Holland is the best overall Spider Man because I think, uh, like Andrew Garfield is a great Spider Man, and I think, uh, the other guy, Tom McGuire, is a great, uh, Peter Parker. And then Tom Holland does both best, like he does it, he gives it the best of both. Because Tom McGuire is, I mean, it's a different Peter Parker, but his, uh, I'm sorry, Andrew Garfield's, uh, Peter Parker is just that's not good.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that version,
1: mm-hmm. that emo kind of, kind of the cool kid. It's like that's not what Peter Parker's supposed to be He's not supposed to be skateboarding Like that's not it He's supposed to be the little nerdy kid in the corner Yeah we don't we don't need you and your skateboard Peter Parker People love Miss Marvel Because people consider her the This century's Spider-Man This kind of It's the same kind of character You know the The teenage girls come into mm-hmm. the power Okay And uh, it's very high school oriented You know she and she also has that humanity and that like all shucks kind of stuff, like Peter Parker does. Very I think this actress who is portraying Kamala
0: Khan here is like there's something very endearing about her. Like I already find myself like cheering for good things to happen to her. And I'm just like, yeah. like when when this shit goes down, they have this big fight scene at the wedding. And she's it reminded me of the scene in Jurassic Park. Because she's hiding in the kitchen And sure. you know the other characters Are almost stalking her like the raptors yeah. And whatever and you're just like Oh fucking come on Kamala
1: come on Like <laughs> She does She's someone you want to root for You don't want to see bad things happen to her You want her to come out on top definitely 100% so there's three episodes left of that It seems uh, We're going to be more superhero oriented These last couple episodes So let's see how we feel about that Being the focal point
0: yeah, it should be interesting. I'm I'm definitely on board. Like I said, I thought this last episode was terrific, and I'm like all
1: in now on whatever is going on. Something else we watched. Obi-Wan baby. Hello there. It's the special event finale because Yeah, I saw that and because it's, it's like they kind of leave it open to do more. Uh, Ewan McGregor has said He wouldn't mind coming back That he he had fun doing it But at first he said no Like He made it clear he just wanted to do one And now he's saying he wants to do more so, I don't what know he, I don't... He, Did he finally look at the paycheck? <laughs> I don't know I guess I think a lot of these people You know when you talk about doing the Marvel movies I guess they might think it's like a drag Like doing all this stuff And then I think they get there and they realize Oh it's not so bad Like it's not is it that or is it the fact that
0: there's not a lot of variety with our movies and TV production nowadays? And this sure. really yes. this really seems to be like if you could catch on to one of these roles and make it a like a, a Supreme Court judge, you make it a lifetime appointment. <laughs> like, is it just like is it just better to just milk it while you can? You'll get paid. And yeah, maybe you get to do your little art house productions here and there, whatever it is that appeals to you on your downtime. But you're always going to have work. You're always going to have the ability to play that character. You're always going to have the ability to make appearances, go to conventions. You're always going to be able to
1: monetize this role in some form or fashion. You know what I think it is? I don't think it's... I think it's the other stuff. I think it's maybe the the media circus they have to go through, you
0: mm-hmm. know, to
1: promote the thing. Like it's like, oh, and I got to travel. Like it's like a big thing. You got to go yeah. to Japan. You got to go here. Like, so I think some of those people, are like, oh, like it's a lot of, like, oh, well, the movie's fun. If you're, fun, and if now you're Chris Evans, fucking... you
0: don't even have to go on tour anymore because Lightyear's banned in forty countries.
1: <laughs> so I think that might have to do with uh, people's, you know, reluctancy to to continue something like that.
0: Well, I think for a long time, people were so worried about being typecast to certain characters. uh, And I don't really know if that
1: is an issue anymore. You want to be nowadays, right? You want to have that character be able to come up whenever you, uh, you know, like, hey, if Jim Carrey tomorrow goes, yo, let's do Ace Ventura 3. I mean, who's telling him no? Not me. I I got fucking sign me up. But maybe people, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe there's no money to be made there. But, but, but I would think thing. if Jim Carrey wanted to do it, you would do
0: it. But that's the thing. Last week or the week before, I just complained about we have to milk every available dollar out of every already existing property. And I complained about it. Yet here I
1: am going, give me ace Ventura three. I'll take it. Let's go. <laughs> I I guess I don't know. Because it is. I we complain about it, but then we do we consume it all, right? We're here. Everything. Uh this nostalgia, and we're like, yo, fucking, I can't wait for Obi-Wan, bro. I can't wait. <laughs> you
0: know, like we we sat here saying Obi-Wan was very up and down. You know, there were a lot of uh lulls in the writing of this series, and yet here we are. you know, we very easily could have turned it off, and we didn't. We we both stuck around till the end, and honestly, I'm gonna say that was well rewarded because I very much enjoyed the finale.
1: I'm gonna say this series of obi-wan it had the highest of highs and the lowest of lows when shit was good shit was so good but then there's some real just horse shit um the reva storyline was horrendous the way uh they ended this it started okay they made it a whole secret of what she was up to didn't need to be a secret they made it a secret I think that backfired I think it, it was also confusing In a sense yeah, too Yeah it made it stupid to what she was doing Like it didn't make sense And then in this series special event finale The shit she does I still don't is, understand uh, t- that So dumb First of all from before when uh, You know she tries to sneak attack Vader last week She waits till Vader's done doing what he's doing <laughs> She could yeah. attack this man 400 times He's fucking ripping a ship from the sky Ah, there you go, bro. Now nah, she also, waits for him to finish. And didn't gets
0: fucking he, Vader, Darth Vader, like the Darth Vader, stabs her with a lightsaber. And she's like, walk it off, bro. Yeah. It, like w- A little dirt w- on it. A little dirt. She'd do like a butterfly <laughs> stitch. like Got that then, crazy glue. Like Oh, like she got John Cena's doctor that hooked it up when he got <laughs> stabbed up, by bro. Carlito.
1: <laughs> Fucking hooked it up. My doctor hooked it up. 100%. That was the first thing. Because now is she's she still on, alive? Like,
0: you know, in the span of what I would assume would be like an hour from the time Vader stabs her to the time she ends up on Tatooine, she's stalking Luke like fucking Jason Voorhees through a fucking uh spring break house.
1: And it's just, I, 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 just, like, lightsaber fucking looks like it hurts. She should be dead, 100%, should be dead But like the Inquisitor said Hatred and revenge Gives you a you, reason to live <laughs> Gives you a reason to live And her reason to live was to Let's kill this boy Who I have no idea why I should care about this boy Who this boy is that, That's the thing
0: too but, Like, So <laughs> she hears the little transmission about the boy in Tatooine What does she
1: Even know about Like because It just means something to them So let me stab it. Let me, it's just so dumb. It made no sense. So, like I said, as good as the Vader stuff is, there's just, there's other stuff to the show. and uh, Not so good. Uh, the Reva character, maybe I wouldn't mind the book. Maybe you tell me a little bit of her backstory, what she went through to get to that spot. You know, she obviously had to work her way up the ladder to be, you know, third sister, whatever she is. Mm-hmm. Uh, So that'd be interesting, but the story they decided to tell this time with her was not good enough. It was horse shit. And I got to say, how fucking with Luke like that? I guess Luke is just stupid. He don't remember back in the day that bitch with the fucking laser sword was fucking chasing you. And how fucked up were they? They're like, yo, the Jawas, bro. Yo, it was the Mexicans down the block who did it. Like, what the fuck, bro? That was some shit. I was like, that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, because remember, like Owen walks into the house,
0: he's like, you know, the Tuscan Raiders are bro. are robbing farmers, so we gotta hide. It's
1: like, bro, let them live. <laughs> but the uh, Vader stuff. The great. Vader
0: stuff, the Vader and Obi-Wan confrontation, I thought was spectacular. I thought it was a very cool fight scene. The flashback uh, at the beginning.
1: Finally, Classic real, like,
0: big man, little man, you know. Yes. The flashback was great. We finally got our first peek of what appeared to be Hayden
1: Christensen since... Now, I don't know if you saw this. Why if, is, Did they run out of de-aging uh, stuff for this man? Like,
0: <laughs> nah, he, he can looks, rock. You know, he he looks, looks older than awful. everyone.
1: <laughs> it's supposed to be... This is supposed to be, I think, like before attacking the clones because <laughs> he still got his padawan braid so it's a young man here and boy they're like nah we used it all on luke for the mandalorian we ain't got none left <laughs> oh my god but like there
0: was something in the credits where it was like <clears throat> the darth vader uh stunt double for sitting scenes then there was a Darth Vader stunt double for standing and walking scenes. So what exactly did Hayden Christensen have to fucking
1: do in this series? He did uh, the back the tank scene. He did the flashback. And then he did the scene at the end because uh, Vader's face helmet uh, gets uh, messed up. Yeah. Which is something they've done before in Rebels. Mm-hmm. So some people were complaining, like, what are we doing, doing the same thing? But I think most people don't know that. It was the opposite side, so maybe they were trying to do something there. I think if... I think
0: this scene means a lot more if you've seen Clone Wars. Because Clone Clone Wars is really where you get the full sense of the Obi-Wan-Anakin relationship. And it doesn't come off as cheesy and fucking horrible like Attack of the Clones does.
1: No, they did a great job with the, uh, the emotions. I guess now Obi Wan feels okay, right? I didn't do it. Anakin says, You didn't do it, Obi Wan. I, killed I Anakin. did it. Because that's. It was go me, back to, Austin. Well, that's <laughs> if you go
0: back to, uh, I guess, Return of the Jedi. Yes. no, I'm sorry, Empire Strikes Back when when Luke Luke and Vader have that confrontation, is like you he said Obi-Wan said you killed my father.
1: Yes, it's the mm-hmm. truth. He didn't lie. Yeah, he was telling the truth, bro. Whoa, see that way it works. I love it. Mm-mm-mm.
0: But oh, yeah, like so. Obviously, Leia is gonna have good memories of this, and it makes a new hope kind of make more sense now, right? Help yes, me I mean, Obi-Wan Kenobi, lucky. yes, you're my great. only hope. But Luke Skywalker will never remember being chased <laughs> by a fucking empi- uh, Empire Inquisitor chasing him with a lightsaber a lightsaber, a, a laser sword in yeah. the
1: desert. You don't see that thing glowing, bro. <laughs> oh man.
0: Uh but honestly I, I enjoyed it a lot There was a lot to like about this you, Like you said, highs to highs, lows to lows There was some stuff that didn't work, obviously But I'm going out of here Thinking positively about Obi-Wan It left me with a good taste in my mouth Do you want Season 2? Do you need Season 2? I don't think I need it, but I would watch it because I would I watch know. it, yeah But I don't I, need it I, I like you and McGregor's Obi-Wan enough To draw me in Yes. And in all honesty, I mean the star of the show for me is little Leia. I I thought little Leia was phenomenal. The whole scene on the ship when she, uh Obi-Wan's getting ready to uh leave and try to draw Vader away, I thought like that emotion kind of I was feeling it. I was I was into it. And I was like, you know, like this little girl, like I'm really buying this shit. And then when they meet up again at the end and
1: Bro, what the fuck is he doing just going to Alderaan? Well, that was the thing. I mean, too. What is, what like, is that? You're what is he supposed to be
0: in hiding? And he's just what like, What the fuck are you cru- doing? Cruising the galaxy, showing up to meet fucking the a senator. senator. What the fuck? Bro? Broad daylight.
1: What is going on? I was so like, Obi-Wan, what are we doing here? You That's know, what I mean. Like, some of the stuff is just like, I get that you want that emotional beat, but it doesn't make sense.
0: No, it doesn't. But uh, right before he leaves um, to go have the fight with Vader, when he gives her the holster, and she looks at it, and she's like, but it's empty. And he's like, Leia, you're 10. I'm not giving you a fucking blaster.
1: (laughs) It's great. Oh, man. What a (laughs) this fucking show. So, yeah. uh, You know, we got our hello there at the end. We got our quag on ghost. Yes, we did. We got it at the very end. So, you know, we got what we asked for. We did. You know, people wanted certain things. We got we, Vader. We wanted Vader. We got it. We wanted Qui-Gon.
0: We got it. We, you know, yeah. we got lightsaber fights. We, There's a lot of cool shit in here.
1: I think, and you know, you have to be positive more than the negative. With as much as
0: I've uh, complained about Star Wars items uh, in recent memory, I have to give this one a thumbs up.
1: Mm, definitely. 100%. Um I believe they said, you know, when this was a movie originally, I think the idea was for Obi-Wan and a little Luke to do something. I don't know how they were going to explain any of this stuff, but I believe that was the original idea. I'm glad they changed it. It makes more sense for it to be layered than it does for Luke. And yes. uh yeah. So I'm excited. Like I said, It was good enough that it got me into Star Wars. Like I've been reading the wrestling books, but I got some Star Wars books on deck that I'm going to get into soon. It was good enough in the sense that I'm now back on the,
0: I don't hate Star Wars thing because when something like Star Wars is very uh, up and down for me when I like Star Wars, it's, I really, really like it. And when I don't, I really really like feel like I need to lash out irrationally against it and with That's this how it always
1: has been up and down
0: and and the you know the so most recent trilogy you know I, I, I mean I hate all three of those recent movies I, I despise them I think they're all terrible at least Mandalorian I think is phenomenal. I very much enjoy Mandalorian, but Boba Fett was so goddamn bad that it's like, you know what? Like I need a break from fucking Star Wars, dude. And while this wasn't the greatest thing, it at least brought me back to the thing where I'm at least, you know what? I can I can I can do with a little more Star Wars in my life now.
1: I get it 100%. That's me. I want a little more Star Wars. I think uh we have a uh, a show coming in a couple weeks, uh Andor. With uh, oh, the Mandor, and yes, from Rogue One, we love a Rogue One. That's exciting. I believe also this is a twelve episode season. So it's like a real season of TV. I'm very interested in that because it's,
0: it's it's weird because you know, like we're sitting here and I'm sitting here saying, I want longer seasons. I want more episodes. But remember when we got more episodes when Netflix was doing the Marvel series, Daredevil and Punisher and and we're like, oh, you know, this episode of Power Man would be good if it wasn't just, you know,
1: filler because they have to do 12 episodes or but whatever. That's the thing. I don't want it to be a set number. Like, we just got a six-episode thing. This is 12. Maybe because they feel the need, yeah. you know, that it needs to be 12. That's how I look at it because it seems that they want to do quick, short series. Mm-hmm. For So for 12, it's like... Oh, is this this is the story they're telling? I mean, it might not be. It might be fucking six episodes of filler. Who knows? You know, maybe they got things for cheap, so they decided to film some stuff. Who knows exactly? But twelve episodes has me intrigued. Uh, either
0: way, I'm a little bit on the excited side for Andor because, listen, I love Rogue One. I, Rogue true. One. I'm. I don't want to say it's my favorite Star Wars movie. That would be kind of pushing it. But I really like Rogue One. It's up there, baby. and for whatever reason, I, I do not understand the hate it gets online.
1: I don't understand any hate that anything gets because there's things that I'm like, well, why are we hating on this of all things? So it does, people just hate it, don't matter. Uh,
0: yeah. Gomez, I also watched a movie this week. You watched the movie? What you watch, bro? It is a direct to streaming movie mm. on, I guess, what is it, Paramount Plus? Paramount Plus, no one has that fucking thing. No, I I thought it was when I heard it's like oh it's on Paramount Plus I'm like is that the peacock thing I have and I looked on there and it turns out there's another streaming service.
1: No. This one you get if you have a kid and you need Nickelodeon. Lots of this is like The SpongeBob. This is where you get your SpongeBob and your but like, Paw Patrol. As we discussed last week we don't watch no Nickelodeon in this house No we don't that's why we do not I have every other streaming service I got fucking Discovery Plus bro I don't got no Paramount Plus I'll tell you that No Nickelodeon In this house What the fuck are you doing with Discovery Plus Like you watch like uh food shows Like our uh, Food Network stuff Oh um, that's on that one Yeah like that's there Yeah Food Network and Discovery Home Shopping stuff you know
0: but the movie we watched was Beavis and Butthead Do the Universe.
1: Yes, I forgot this was coming out. Oh, baby. I feel the like movie. there was no press for this. Like, all of a sudden, no, they announced they were like, doing hey, it. Coming out next week. Yeah, they announced they were doing it, and then no one heard about it, and then it just came out. But I mean, that's streaming, right? That's just what there's so <laughs> yeah, much coming out. That's
0: really what it is. And at this point, I don't know what the interest level is for a Beavis and Butthead movie. Cause you gotta remember, we're twenty five if year more than twenty-five years past like I what I would call the peak of Beavis and Butthead. And it's not like they've been all over you know pop culture since then, you know, a little bit. They've they've tried comebacks with up them. every once in a while, once yeah. in a while, but it's not like they ever caught on to the point where people were rocking great Cornholio shirts in the mid 2000s again. They should, bro.
1: They fucking should. But no, so Houston are, but is definitely not something.
0: Yeah, just uh, I, I guess some people be interested in it. is probably it's probably something I would have watched. I would have gotten to eventually, but not anything I would have kind of hurried for unless we needed to fill time on a podcast. <laughs> that we didn't need to fill time on. Uh <laughs> yeah, apparently uh, we didn't need to fill time after I spent 45 minutes <laughs> raging against the machine.
1: Uh, but uh no, but I listen, I love Beavis and Butthead, grew up loving Beavis and Butthead. Uh, so I was excited to see a movie. It's Mike judge, he's doing it. I you know, I know obviously they threw money at him, that's why he did it, but I hope he had a good enough idea to do it. I can imagine that they've tried to get him to do Beavis and Butthead stuff before, you know. And maybe he has a story to tell. It's a cute little story, I guess. And uh I guess uh, he didn't have to make this movie. Uh <laughs> the movie is good, it's okay. It's, it's good enough. It's, it's fine. For what I it think is, it's it's fine. Yeah, it's the same boat. It starts good and it ends good, and then the middle just kind of drags. Yeah. Uh, but to begin, I was like, "Okay, this is fun," and I was like, "All right, all right." And then it ended up like, "Yeah, okay. I get it." You know, because
0: you know. the thing we forget is Beavis and Butthead at its peak was fifteen minute episodes, and that was before yes. the fifteen minute episode thing of Adult Swim was cool. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like Beavis and Butthead was. I want to feel to me, it feels like they were the first person to do the fifteen minute episodes, so it would be a block of Beavis and Butthead for a half hour. Yeah. But it would be two episodes within that half hour. And I know other cartoons have done that. Fucking, You watch your Woody Woodpecker and then you get your Chili Willy, whatever the fuck it was. But Beavis and Butthead was the first one I felt like actually got popular because of it. It was the, the less is more effect that kept you coming back because these episodes were so short that because it was split up in the way that it was, you felt like you were almost getting shortchanged. I'm like, oh my God,
1: I wish I just got... Wish this episode could have stayed on forever. And it was short, and they would cut in between videos. So it'd be like three minutes, here's a video, three minutes, here's a video. So your story was getting cut up too. So you would so, go even bits and, and, and
0: if you're it. at the age where you don't even know what we're talking about, they used to, <laughs> right? I think that's it's a fair true. enough thing to no, say. It's true. They used to break into the episodes with weird music videos where Beavis and Butthead would just do. Commentary over the music video. Now, music videos were a thing that were very popular (laughs) in the in the eighties and nineties. Where if you were a a musician or a band, you would make this video to go along with your
1: new hit single. And a channel called MTV. That's the thing. Videos are a thing, but. That, the MTV, the fact that there was a channel that, That's where people like, what? So MTV was called Music
0: Television, and it yeah. used to play Videos for music What? Nowadays, it only
1: plays That show Ridiculousness Yes, and a movie or something every once in a while. I think I, we looked at know. it one day. It, it's like they do nothing but ridiculous. They'll show a couple movies every like one day. It'll be like a movie day where they'll show two or three movies, and then it's back to ridiculous. It's insane. But oh, back in the day, it was music videos,
0: music videos, uh shows about music, unplugged. Like you'd get like some really cool bands coming through and doing like weird shit or performances. You know, Total Request Live was a big deal. But then at night, you'd get, like, some adult comedy or adult themed. Uh, and I, when I say adult, I don't mean, like, X-rated or anything. I just mean more mature theme uh, themes and guides. And so you'd get, like, a show like Beavis and Butthead, which was a crass little comedy, especially for the time. And Beavis and Butthead were super over in, like, 94, 95, 96. I mean, super over. Everyone had fucking shirts. Everyone walked around pulling their fucking shirt over their head, yelling about them being the great cornholio and they need a teepee for their bunghole. You always called it getting kicked in the nads. No one says nads anymore, but back then, you always said fucking nads. Right?
1: Yes, 100%. My wife had a beavis and butthead party when she was younger she loved beavis and butthead so much how funny a beavis and butthead birthday party i love it it was popular
0: so like you really when i say like oh like is the interest there to bring it back it's just they've been so removed from like the public consciousness for so long now and about 10 years ago i feel like they did try bringing it back and I remember watching a couple episodes, and I was just like, eh, I'm not not really feeling this. I wasn't really here for it in the first place. Not my thing, Chief. Yes. But but a movie, I'll fucking watch a movie, hour and a half, whatever. The first Beavis and Butthead movie, which I want to say came out in '96, right? Beavis and 96, Butthead to America said, yeah. was a theatrical yeah. release. That to me, that is it's one of the great comedies of my adolescence. So It became very rewatchable, has a lot of quotable moments. So, for me, like that's a a big movie. Like, if that was on cable right now, I would
1: go back and watch it 100%. It's great. I don't think I've watched it recently, but I've watched it semi recently, and I, I felt it still held up. It was still funny. And so, you know, a new Beavis and Butthead, I'm like, all right, hey, let's give it a shot. You
0: know, and it hits all the the old tropes and the, the lines you want to hear, the jokes you want to see, the visual gags that you've come to expect. It hits all, all so story, head, So yeah, if you're a Beeves About Head fan, go ahead. Give it a watch. You won't be disappointed. Like, I really, if you are a fan, if you grew up with Beeves About Head, I genuinely cannot see you being disappointed
1: by this. I think you'll enjoy it enough. You'll be like, oh, that was fun. Well, you're not gonna be oh, that was shit. You're not gonna go, oh, that was a, ma-. I mean, maybe you will. Obviously, everyone loves different things, but uh, I would think this is, you know, pretty much a, oh, you know, that was fun. A nice yeah. 90 minutes quick. It does go by quick. I say it drags in the sense that it's like, all right, you know, the repetitive. Like we, we,
0: we get the point. Yeah.
1: Yes. That, that's more than what I mean by the dragon. It's not like, uh, it is. I believe it's 90 something minutes. So yeah, you want me to hit some music? Do the official.
0: We're well, we also about ninety something minutes, so maybe we should hit the music. Are you my man? A double main man. Are you my man? A triple main man. A main man man. A quadruple main man. Are you my man? Are you our man?
1: Alright baby, main man stand-ins for Beavis and Butthead, do the universe. Hey, like I
0: said, if you are a Beavis and Butthead fan, this is probably exactly what you want. Hits all your notes, hits all your tropes, gives you the great holio. So for me, going in and not expecting much of anything out of this movie, I came away going, you know what, I've spent a lot more time on a lot worse things came out of here moderately entertained. I'm giving this a triple main man three stars.
1: That's me. Three stars. It's good. It's a good little movie. You'll get some laughs. Uh the characters like Joe said they do everything you would want to do. If there was something you go, "Man, I hope they do this." I bet you they're going to do it. Yeah, <laughs> they're exactly. They're going to do it. Um, I believe there's uh, Beavis and Butthead episodes on Paramount with the music videos. I believe they've oh. uh, been able to work something out where they actually have music videos in there. So that's that's interesting. I would want to maybe watch some of that. Now, do you have a a favorite
0: music video f- from your Beavis and Butthead days that you can remember? I because there's a couple that are like big standouts. Like remember that, like White Zombie white zombie got big because of beavis and butthead and i don't know if people remember that but a white zombie video came on beavis and butthead and their review of it was just that this band rocks they rule like this yes is everyone awesome. saw it, they'd be like
1: yes this right they would just like lose their mind over yeah. a video like, and because yes. of that
0: like people yeah. started checking out white zombie and then they became a very big band and rob zombie went on to have a massive solo career and now he's directing horror movies. Like Rob Zombie is a fucking real dude, and a lot of that is in part because of Beavis and Butthead.
1: Love it. Rob Zombie's working on a movie of the monsters. Ah, I heard that. He's a, he was always a big monster. It's like his dream project. So I'm hoping he does a good job with it. I thought Halloween was his dream project. Oh, uh, I mean, I'm sure he wanted to do it, but I I know he's always talked about wanting to do a monster. Movie he grew up loving the monsters, you know. Dragula, that's yeah. the call of the monsters, you know. So yeah, all right. Uh this week, uh but Elvis I, came out. Oh, I'm sorry. Did, I, you, did you have a video though? Oh, I'm sorry. No, I can't re- I remember bits and pieces, but I don't remember because The videos, like I've seen some butthead recently, but the videos have been lost in time because yeah, so like I totally like I don't like if you said something I'd probably be like, oh yeah, okay. There's one I always remember.
0: I I forget what the artist. I think maybe it was Gary Young. Might have been the guy's name, but his song was called "The Plant Man." Oh God! And, And the song literally just went like. The plant man knows that the plants will grow, and the plant the man fuck? knows that the plants will grow, and the plant man knows that the plant man, plant man, and like Beavis <laughs> is like totally entranced by this. And like, <laughs> but while Butthead is like, uh, like Beavis, like Beavis, Beavis, and he's just like. Nah, 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 nah like singing along to it. It's spectacular. So I believe the guy's name is Gary Young, but the plant man in that video, for whatever reason, I would have been like 13 or 14. It's to this day. I still remember it. I'll probably remember it till the day I die. I would love to know if you've got like a 12 year old or a 13 year old kid, I would love to know what they think of Beavis and Butthead. So sit down and watch it with them because me at that age thought it was the coolest thing that ever existed. I would love to know what the kids uh of the same age now think about it.
1: I would think kicking each other in the nuts, they gotta crack up, right? That's just it's always funny. timeless, timeless dude humor, right? Just <laughs> Uh, uh so yeah. Uh, this week Elvis came out. I didn't get to see it. I do want to see it. I also want to see it. I did not get the chance, however. I didn't get a chance. So I do want to see that. Maybe it, it this was week? number one at the box office. Barely crazy. Yeah. Top yes. Gun, not even Jurassic World. Top Gun was tied. And fucking Lightyear dropped like a rock in the ocean, bro. Because people saw that kiss online, they got even more angry. <laughs> it's I. I just don't get it. I don't know well, this what is the week. reasoning... Minions. Minions comes out this week. Let's see if Minions can make money. I mean, If Minions is it, making $80 million, then something's obviously up. It, it has to be the fact that just the premise of this movie did not
0: make sense... And that Woody is the real star of Toy Story. Then, hundred percent. Woody. If they the did star. a Woody movie, it'd probably do a lot better than a Buzz Lightyear movie. I or,
1: or maybe you don't care unless they're in the ensemble at this point. Maybe they want all of them together. Yeah, maybe because, like, like Shiloh said, he's not a toy. <laughs> no, it's not the toy. It's a man. It's a little different, you know. Because our kids watching action movies like that, they might not be into that kind of shit. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, but even like it's very possible you just don't care about the character without the other toys i agree
0: maybe i i don't know but for for it to perform this poorly like Let's because see. if we would have done our summer box office draft i would have had Lightyear pretty high up on my draft board
1: picking a pixar movies not the dumbest thing i think this is only like the third movie that's done like bad like this like there's only three other movies that have done as bad. But remember when we
0: did our draft a few years back, I'm also the guy who picked a similar <clears throat> movie to go high up and it fucked my whole draft was cuz I picked solo.
1: Yes, but that was a, but that that wasn't you though. That why wouldn't you pick that movie? Like well, why wouldn't I pick Buzz Lightyear? That's what I mean. You should pick that. It's like the draft pick, right? You got to take you you can't pass on that like that seems silly. Yeah. And to pick the big Pixar movie, the first Pixar movie back in theaters based on Toy Story. Yeah, I would think it would do good. Would you pick this over Minions? Would you pick this over? Would you think this is the number one animated movie um, of the summer? Honestly,
0: if you if I had the draft board set in front of yeah. me and I'm getting ready to go to the podium, yeah. I'm ha- my ticket if if those are the two options. I'm handing in Lightyear.
1: I and know, but these that's probably, movies make fucking money. It's crazy,
0: and, and and now I've like I just fucking drafted Sam Bowie before Michael Jordan. That's really
1: what it comes down to. We didn't do the draft because I looked at the summer. We kind of got, we kind of decided
0: to do it too late. So we, we I didn't realize May weekend.
1: Yeah, and I looked at the calendar, and August is so fucking light, bro. Like after Thor. Next week, like it's it's kind of like downhill for the rest of the summer. Like, I don't think there's anything like crazy big Mm -hmm. to be excited for. And so it felt we had missed all the important movies to draft, especially Top Gun is kind of important since it is the number one movie. And I don't imagine I don't think Thor is gonna break it. I don't think so either.
0: I don't I don't think and don't get me wrong, I was excited for Top Gun, I ran to see Top Gun. I loved Top Gun. Did I see it as a billion dollar box office movie through a month?
1: We underestimated know. the boomer of box
0: office, bro. You did. I mean I mean I said it was going to be huge. Like, I did. this I, is I, huge, bro. I, I and I said I go I think Top Gun's going to make a lot of fucking money. Did I think a billion dollars in a fucking month? No way.
1: Tom Cruise's highest grossing movie. Mission Impossible movies are great and they make money. And they it's make crazy. money. It's crazy. I don't get it. But I, it was great. Listen, I love I thought it was great. I wasn't there on board like everyone else, but I can see why it's the number 1. I can see why it's got the repeat uh customers. It's a good time. Yeah. And uh like you
0: said so we got Thor next week. Elvis is out. We'll both get to see that at some point, hopefully sooner than later. There's a bunch of stuff I need to catch up on I'm trying to fit shit in There's so much stuff I want to see We live in an age now It is so much difficult stuff. to stay
1: on top of everything It really is Like I don't know what I want to watch uh, After this podcast I'm home alone I'm going to watch a movie. I don't even know. I got so many movies to watch. It's like, what am I in the mood for? What am I going to do today? And not only that, like, I'm a sports guy, too. So, yes,
0: uh, you know, you it's the, the Mets. Mets play every night. It's You know, try to stay on top of what the Mets are doing. I love hockey. The NHL playoffs just ended. Finally, congratulations, Gomez, casual Woo! Colorado Avalanche Woo! fan.
1: Listen, um, I love the
0: Avalanche. They got me into hockey. I, I think of you as a Ranger fan.
1: though. No, listen. I'm a Ranger fan. The The cup year was my first year watching the Rangers with my stepdad. So that got me into hockey. And then I discovered Patrick Waugh. And I, you know, I, I love the Avalanche. So, you know, it was cool to see him win. I'll always root for the Avalanche. But no, you know, I'm a, I'm a Ranger fan. I tell people I'm a Rangers fan.
0: Yeah. So, you know, obviously we don't get along all that well. Um, but, yeah, casual Colorado, Colorado Avalanche fan. play. And this year with the NHL playoffs, they were awesome.
1: Great. They What a ratings great... were up. Ratings were up. It's good to hear. Oh, they? were they? People watching. Yeah, people watch watching like eighty percent of Well, because now it's on ABC. It's on. Well, it's on
0: ESPN and and TNT had the, some of the early rounds, but every finals game could be watched on ABC and uh, ESPN Plus. I think I had it on because I have ESPN Plus and I was able to watch it. But like all these series were so good. I had such a great time with these playoffs, which you don't. Listen, obviously there's always you know a good game here, a good game there. There was a lot of fucking good
1: hockey in these playoffs. So if you were a hockey fan, this was a win all around. Real fast, do you like the TNT uh, studio show? Because I love it. I, th- I think they do a great job.
0: I like it be- much better than the ESPN
1: one. ESPN yeah. is terrible. I feel the TNT the way they break things down, the way they talk about things, and explain things to people. I'll be I feel honest, they do a great job. I didn't think I was gonna like Wayne Gretzky
0: because he's not bad he's, ne- he's never shown no, never been to Mr. have like a great personality no. or anything. He's very stiff, and I just he's very stiff. But stiff white guy, yep. Now he's good. He- he feels like, I, I don't know if it's like just age or just like not giving a fuck or whatever. Maybe
1: just loose. He's just loose. Yeah, He's like, a lot whatever. loose. It,
0: it's not like he's a loose cannon out there like Barkley no, no, or anything. No, no, no. But you can tell he's almost a lot more comfortable like within himself. And he's really just out there. And you can tell he enjoys it. Yeah. like Which is more than anything. It's like my biggest complaint with national baseball announcers. Like John Smoltz is always complaining about how much baseball sucks. So it's like dude, I don't need you to tell me Yes. The thing sucks that I'm trying to watch and enjoy. Yeah, you're supposed
1: to embrace and and build up the product. Yeah, like, it's like Wayne, oh, this sucks. I'm gonna change the channel.
0: Yeah, like Wayne Gretzky's sitting there getting excited about stuff. Like oh, look at what Connor McDavid did. He's like, you have no idea. Yeah. And then if a guy like Wayne Gretzky is telling me how difficult something is to do, like I'm like shit, Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, like, fuck. If if you're saying that, well, it must be impossible for me.
1: Yeah. Let's just I love I love the way they, they break stuff down. Like there was like a, a call at the end of, a, of the period, and so they went right into it. Like, oh, this is what we think. What do you think, PK? What do you think? It's good. I enjoy. Yeah, it. And then you got
0: Rick Tockett, who I don't know if is going to be there next year because he might go back to coaching if he gets a job again. But I Tockett is the guy I think is going to be the breakout star with that as we get further into this TNT agreement. Good shit. Good
1: shit. You mentioned Barkley, Real Fast Sports. My sport ended. Basketball, the Warriors are champs. Woo! The finals were good for, like, parts, but the way basketball is now where teams could just score mad points if they're hitting their shot. Mm-hmm. So there'd be stretches where you see the final score and it's like a 20-point game, but for three quarters you got a really good basketball game. But sadly, at the end, a team always pulled away and I believe not one game was a single digit. Everything was a double-digit win. So that's kind of upsetting. Now, I got a basketball question for you since we're here. Yeah, Are what's up? Are discussing the possibility of incorporating a four-point shot? People have mentioned it, but I don't believe it's been something discussed. Because realistically... Because I saw this week someone painted onto their practice court
0: another shot line. Probably about three feet back, or maybe not three feet back, but further back from the three point line. Almost as if they were preparing
1: for the four-point shot to be introduced. What they should they just need to maybe push it out. I don't know. I think it all evens out. The problem is we see Steph Curry is is doing it. Most of these people are shooting 30%. You know, a really good guy is shooting 40%. So I don't think uh they need to go that crazy. With an extra uh, four point play, it's rock and jock, bro. <laughs> Twenty-five point basket. Yeah, it's a hundred-point shot <laughs> if you get like the what was it, thirty feet in the air or something. It was like yeah, like two or three baskets up. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, look at this. We gave him a we gave him a rant, and then we gave him a whole nother episode, Joe. <laughs> Can't beat that. That's where you get value. My goodness. Let me hit some music here so we can get the fuck out of here. It is now time for the Big Finish. All right, baby. It's time for the Big Finish. You ready to spin this wheel, Joe? Spin the wheel. Spin it. Big finish, Joseph. Blink 182 songs. Ooh, this is going to be fun. Here we go. It's so tough because like, as you get a little
0: older, you're like, oh, I don't need Blink 182 in my life until you realize you do. So there's so many songs that I love. I think my favorite would probably be Damn It, which was my first Blink 182 hit. But I love Carousel. What's my age again? The Rock Show, I think, is awesome.
1: Uh, fuck. So I love I Miss You. Where are you? I uh, love this. It's the best. It's the
0: best. <laughs> uh, gotta regret right now. I'm feeling, I'm feeling
1: this. this. Love feeling this. Definitely. Feeling this. Miss you. And what would be my third? It might be Damn It. I do love Damn Josie. Josie's great. Um, Josie's great. Mm. I'm gonna go. Damn it! What's my age again? And the Rock Show. Feeling this, miss you, and I think I'll go. I'll do. Damn it! I always loved. I heard that first time. I heard that guitar riff. I was like, damn, that is. I love that. Yeah, that opening guitar riff on Damn It was. I want to
0: say I was like 16 for that album. I like that. Oh, and I was like, was like that was, you know, it was commercialized enough, but like it was my introduction to like real, like, like kind of punk
1: pop and the punk. Yes, that yeah, and, punk like, at the and time. that became like my scene, you know. It so, was. You are the punk guy. Yes, this is this is your thing. That was a Green, very influential Green album Day. on me.
0: I mean, that whole album, Dude Ranch, is it's great. Uh, yeah, Pathetic is the opening track on that. Is great. Uh, Damn it was great, Josie. Uh, what is the the, the Princess Leia song? Uh, A New Hope, it's called. Uh, I'm sorry at the end, like just dick lips, dick lips. Uh, was so Wag- Waggy was another good one? <laughs> yeah, you know. But then, like as you know, I went back and listened to their Carousel, which is I feel like one of my favorite songs. Like to hear them perform oh, Carousel
1: is great. Yes, uh, I'll tell you that, what
0: though. song I fucking hate is that Colorado Avalanche. Uh, oh, what do they use? Um, all the small oh. things. So <laughs> the, it's not that they use it; it's they. The DJ they the thing. would play it, and they the crowd does a sing along even after they no, shut no, off no, the music. No. They finish the whole the whole verse. The crowd that's, finishes the whole. That's verse.
1: fun. You oh, it, like I, fun.
0: I look. If I was in the crowd, I'd be doing it with everyone else. <laughs> but is it my favorite
1: Blink One Eighty Two song? It's not even on the list. Sure, I get it. Of course, no. Is that their most popular? What's their most popular? What would you think? I would think if you if someone said, you know, probably oh, "What's My Age Again" because that so. that video was the video. I think I think that's the song. If you had to name a Blink song, I think to, it was to me it,
0: it, it's definitely either that or all the small things because that that album was it's one of the two, popularity yes. for them. Yes, and um, both videos were big, but the "What's My Age Again" video was really fucking big
1: huge like we're with with, huge. with janine
0: in the video and janine was J- janine for I, I gotta explain this too because we're at that age janine was a porn star in the 90s who was just in this music video she was on the cover of their it's album On the
1: cover of the album we we're like what like, the
0: fuck <laughs> she was a big enough star like people knew who the fuck she was and at that point it wasn't even like Porn, you know, wasn't like everywhere on the internet like it is now. Like you couldn't just there was no porn hub or anything. Like it was still the CD underbelly. Yeah, you
1: had we, to have a tape, DVD.
0: Yeah, like we didn't, we didn't just have high-speed modems to be able to go stream porn like we do today. So the fact that like, like she was a fucking star. So that was like a big thing. That video was really popular.
1: Yes, it was. Mm. All right, folks. That's the big finish. And that's the Carl Gomez episode for this week, Joe. So thank you, everyone,
0: for listening and sticking with us. Let us know. Like, maybe we need to – we. I'm sorry to include Gomez in that one. It's clearly just me.
1: I said some Uh, stuff.
0: Yeah, like, (laughs) Gomez comes along for the ride. But, like, I get very worked up and very frustrated, and I have certain beliefs. And you know what? Um – Maybe I do need to keep those to myself. I I don't think so. I'm not one of those shut up and dribble guys. But uh, I appreciate you guys sticking around, listening to the show. We have been seeing uptick in subscribers, so thank you to all our new listeners. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever it is that you're listening to it. Follow us on all the social medias, at Car Jomez. Remember to leave us a five-star review if you do. Screenshot it to us. Tweet it to us, at Car Jomez, and maybe you could win an autographed 8x10 from both Gomez and myself. You can also follow all my personal stuff at Shoes, To Gomez154,
1: Instagram and Twitter.
0: And we'll be back next week with maybe a little Elvis. Uh, The new Stranger Things episodes will be dropping this week. So there's uh, something I'll probably try to catch up on and get that over with as soon as possible.
1: If you have Uh, nine hours. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I think Thor
0: is the week after, right? Yeah, still got another week for Thor. Can't wait. So A lot of good stuff coming up to talk about, and also, uh, I believe the bachelorette's coming back. So, uh,
1: oh, there's two of them, right? There's multiple bachelorettes. What is going on? This is crazy.
0: So, uh, we're gonna have to, I gotta see if maybe uh, we get Chelsea Green on to talk about that. I gotta see if she's gonna be watching that. I'm sure she will. Uh, Until next time, people, that's a moray cowboy.
1: Peace. Clap one, two, one, two, and knows that the plants will grow plant and knows that the plants will grow plant and knows that the plants